if you can hear it in the background. Hopefully not. Maybe hopefully so. Got some NBA playoff action going on as Eastern Conference Finals started up today. We got the Miami Heat, Boston Celtics. It has been fun to watch. Watch the first three quarters. I was like, hey, let's do this podcast while the rest of it is going on. I will jump into some more NBA playoff action as we continue this podcast. Right now, it is the end of the third quarter. Boston Celtics up 83-71 over the Miami Heat. Celtics are on a 13-2 run, just flowing right now. Offense looks good. Defense looks good. What I do like about both of these teams is they just flow. They flow. They pass the ball well. They don't do a lot of iso ball from what I see, but they both have a lot of scoring options, so why stall the ball? It's not like a Carmelo Anthony team where it was Anthony and not a lot of other scoring options. Unless he had Chauncey Billups or Allen Iverson. But that was for a short time of his long career. But this is going to be an awesome series, awesome Eastern Conference Finals. I am pumped up about Miami and Boston. And you wonder who I am. I am Brandon LaChance, host of Edge of Your Seat Podcast. This is episode 108. Special guest today is Trez Rabarchik, Hall Senior, monster athlete, smart kid, has committed to South Western Illinois College. We have had Jimmy D'Angelo on the show, who graduated from Hall as well. He is going to Swick now. Dave Garsha, who was a former coach for Putnam County, is coaching Swick. And now he gets another Illinois Valley Hall Red Devil baseball player for his team. Trezor Barczyk is super pumped up about the opportunity. He talks about that and how it is going right now with Hall schooling, COVID-19 style. You will definitely enjoy listening to Trez. Don't know where you're listening to this podcast. You can check it out on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and Google Music. Hit us up on social media, Facebook, Edge of Your Seat Podcast, and Twitter, Edge of Your CP. Have any questions, suggestions, high school and want to send us some box scores or a player accomplishment, a coach's accomplishment, something to speak about on Edge of Your Seat Podcast and show some light, a spotlight on your school, team, players, coaches, send an email to edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com. Already broke down Miami and Boston a little bit. It is going to be an amazing series, I feel. Tonight's late game or later game, Los Angeles Clippers and Denver Nuggets in the Game 7 of their Western Conference semifinal matchup. I've been pulling for the Clippers, but the Nuggets the last two games have looked great. They are a good team, no doubt about it. You cannot take that away from them. I do want to see the Clippers meet the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. But I don't know now. I don't know now. I thought they could have closed it out a long time ago, and Nuggets keep battling and battling and battling and will not go away. So I am definitely excited about this game later tonight. One thing we should all be excited for, though, is a cool, comfortable, awesome house. For that to happen, you might need some remodeling done, some renovations. Olsa Construction is here to help you. The family-owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty. Olson Construction specializes in roofing, siding, windows, doors, deck designs, remodels, garage additions, and room additions. Brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olson have been in construction for over 10 years and are willing and able 
to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. For a free estimate, call Olson Construction, which is fully licensed and insured at 815-910-5982. Olson Construction can also be contacted on the Facebook page, Olson Construction LLC, or via email, olsonconstruction19 at gmail.com. I know today is Tuesday. It is Tuesday, September 15th. But Sunday was a crazy awesome day for Chicago sports fans. A no-no from Alec Mills, Chicago Cubs pitcher. The Chicago Bears come from behind to beat Detroit Lions 27-23. And the White Sox get a victory to sweep the Detroit Tigers. An amazing day Sunday for Chicago fans. Alec Mills goes nine innings, obviously, with only five strikeouts and three walks. But gets the no-no. Just location, 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 ground balls, pop-up flies. It was amazing to watch. It was just a clinic of how not to be a power pitcher or get all those Ks, but just put the ball where you need to put it and have your defense help you out. He dropped his ERA from 4.75 to 3.93. That's crazy awesome. And what is really crazy awesome is not only did the Cubs defeat Milwaukee Brewers 12-0 National League Central Division rival, but the Cubs also got 10 hits. They have been struggling, 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 struggling at the plate and got 10 hits, put on a show against the Milwaukee Brewers. Hopefully they can keep it up. If they can keep swinging the bats like that, they're going to get more wins. It's easy as that. I mean, duh, it's baseball. But I feel with them having 10 hits, having a 12-0 lead, scoring throughout the entire game, it helped out Alec Mills confidence-wise. Like, hey, I don't have to be awesome. Just got to get out. And he racked them up. Today's game, Tuesday's game, they are tied with the Indians. Nil-nil. So I guess it's not a tie if it's nil-nil. Just scoreless in the top of the second. The Chicago Bears start the season 1-0. Came back. They were down 23-6 at the end of the third quarter. Went nuts and scored 21 points, three touchdowns, all thrown by Mitch Trubisky, who finished with 242 yards, three touchdowns, all three TDs in the fourth. And I have been dogging him. I'm not going to lie. I have been dogging Mitch Trubisky. He airs the ball over people's heads, which he did on Sunday. He still did it. But when he needed to be a star, when he needed to shine, when he needed to get points on the board for Chicago, he did it up and got the win. So maybe I'll lax off on Mitch just a little bit. I have been riding him super hard because at this point in his career, a few years in, you need to start showing that you're an NFL quarterback. He did that Sunday. He totally did that. He didn't do it all game, and 242 yards is, you know, average at best, especially in today's passing NFL. But he got the job done. Bears win. That's all we need. We want W's. It doesn't matter if our quarterback is Peyton Manning or Tom Brady or Drew Brees. We just want W's. And that's what he brought on Sunday. Keep that up. I won't dog you. If you play like you have before and have awful, awful games, I'm going to dog you. That's, that's how it goes. But the game-winning touchdown, 154 left in the fourth quarter, 27 yards loft, and it was a loft. It reminded me of Peyton Manning on Madden when you're running to the sideline and just push the button, whoever the receiver is. I'll say X because I usually went X or square. Just a little flutter, 27 yards, Anthony Miller touchdown. 
Perfect, perfect, perfect. For the Lions, Adrian Peterson. It doesn't matter how old this dude is, he is trucking everybody. 14 carries for the Lions, 93 yards. The dude does not stop. He is going to be rushing the football when I am gone. Like, no longer on this planet. Like, no longer on this planet. Which I know could happen at any time. We'll say I just pass away from old age. He's still going to be carrying the ball. Still going to be rushing for touchdowns and major yards. Super, super nuts. The dude is insane. The Sox with the 5-2 victory on Sunday over the Tigers. Got the sweep. 3-0. Tigers couldn't touch them. And that was win number four of a five-game winning streak. They're trying to keep the streak alive right now. It's the bottom of the first. Got a 1-0 lead over the Minnesota Twins. American League Central Division rivals, both the Tigers and the Twins. So Sox are getting it done in their division, and that's how you get to playoffs, and that's how you are a successful team. They are doing it up. Love it, love it, love it. Before I jump any further, do want to mention the Alec Mills no-no, the no-hitter, was the second of the season. The first was by Lucas Giolito. Both Chicago pitchers, Giolito, of course, with the White Sox. Loving it if you're a Chicago fan. I just thought of that. I'm like, hold on. I didn't mention that. How do I not mention that? Both awesome no-nos, both from the awesome city of Chicago. Chicago baseball is awesome, amazing, doing good things right now. But it has had its tough little droughts in the past, in the season. Everything's tough. It's also tough starting a new business or starting a new product or service with the new business. Nothing is as easy as riding a bike. In the digital world, Jamison Media Services gives that bike new tires, a comfortable cushion, and a motor. No pedals needed. Locally owned Jamison Media Services offers business and organizations something extremely important in the technology era, digital marketing solutions. To help your professional endeavor prosper and stay successful, Jamison Media Services designs websites, produces video, manages social media, and has a license to fly drones for photography and video. You choose the vehicle, a new shiny bike made easy to ride, a drone for flashy stylus vibes, or both. Jamison Media Services paves the road and clears the skies for amazing digital marketing solutions. Call 815-866-9352 to contact owner Brent Jamison. Also make sure to check out JamisonMediaServices.com. The local sports world, as we talk about with Treasurer Barczyk, is heating up. Sports are going on with golf, tennis, cross country, and swimming. On Monday, lots of things were happening. LaSalle Peru Girls Golf fell to Sandwich 228 to 214. Not too bad, only a few strokes behind. Still trying to do their best. And speaking of doing their best, Grace Antle. Shoots a 48, which is her personal record for the season. Congrats to her. It will definitely show on the results moving forward as the Lady Cavaliers get better and better with every meet. Mendota and St. Bede, boys and girls cross country, were in a triangular with Genoa Kingston. St. Bede boys finished first as four Bruins were the first four to cross the finish line. Miguel Jones won it all in 1902. Second was Daniel Degash, third was Logan Griggs, and fourth was James Sanchez. 
So the Bruins first four finishers. That is pretty amazing. For the girls, Brady Mudge won in 22:46. That is her third straight win in the last three races. Awesome for her. The Lady Bruins finished second. Mendota boys golfers were also in action Monday as they were in a triangular with Byron and Rock Falls. Byron got the W with a 176. Mendota second with a 191. And Rock Falls was third with 231. The medalist was Byron's Mason Brandt who shot a 41. The Tigers are now 6-1. Byron, it seems like, are good at everything. Girls basketball team has won state championships. The wrestling room is a crazy packed with awards and medals and everything accomplishments in the wrestling world. Football team is really solid, solid, solid every single year. Championships, every single sport at Byron. They're just a powerhouse. Morris Golf in an Interstate 8 conference matchup defeated Plano 166-188. Matt Lawton was the medalist with the 37. Nolan Washburn shot a 42. Eric Peterson a 43. And Patrick McPherson a 44. Getting the job done for Morris. And then we go to the swimming pool. LaSalle Peru has had two meets in the last few weeks. August 31st, they lost to Normal Community West 90-44. Peyton Heggie Jr. went to state last year. Is putting on a clinic in the swimming pool this year. Against Normal Community West, she won three events, 100-yard breaststroke in 112.4, the 50-yard freestyle 25.91 seconds, and then went on to win the 100 butterfly in 105.01. Then as LP went to the swimming pool last Tuesday, they fell to Dunlap, 126.57. Bay Nagy, four more victories, 50-yard Breaststroke, 33.45 seconds. The 200 intermediate, 2 minutes, 26.69 seconds. 50-yard freestyle, 26.47 seconds. And she won the 100-yard freestyle in one minute flat. Tearing it up super fast. I couldn't swim like that my best day, not even in my dreams. That is crazy awesome for Peyton Heggie. And LaSalle Peru, even though they're not getting dubs right now, everybody seems to be improving their time. What a lot of us are asking for is to be in shape or to get in shape or opportunities to do it while having fun. Well, since 2015, LP CrossFit has been offering that very unique experience to the Illinois Valley, a customized way to get in shape while having fun. Whether you're new to exercise or an experienced athlete, LP CrossFit is the right place for you. LP CrossFit is a diverse community with a culture focused on fun and hard work. All members know each other's names and support one another during workouts. LP CrossFit will help you reach your goals and get into the best shape of your life. LP CrossFit offers a weekly schedule of classes for every fitness fan, whether you want to dial up the intensity or take a more relaxed approach. LP CrossFit's trained coaches tailor each and every workout for every athlete in every class. CrossFit classes are programmed with a mixture of body weight, gymnastic, barbell, and other movements to build strength and endurance. All small group classes are coach-led, and all movements are infinitely scalable so they can work with any fitness level, injury, or mobility restriction. Check out LP CrossFit on Facebook 
online at lpcrossfit.com or in person in the Peru Mall across from Secret Nails. You'll never have so much fun while getting so fit. I know one person who is having a ton of fun, and that is James Robinson. Graduated from Rockford Lutheran, now with the Jacksonville Jaguars. In the Jags' week one 27-20 victory over the Indianapolis Colts, James Robinson had 16 carries for 62 yards. He is the first undrafted rookie to start kickoff weekend with at least 45 yards. That's insane. From our area, from Northern Illinois, in the NFL with Jacksonville Jaguars, racking up some yards on his very, very first start. Crazy happy for him, happy for the city of Rockford, and for Illinois people in general. It is awesome when you can say, hey, these guys are from our state, Illinois bred, in the league, in the NFL, crushing it, doing good things. Well, before I leave getting some messages from Pat Beals like, hey, you're still checking out this game, right? Because, of course, we talk about our sports. In overtime, the Celtics and Heat got to overtime. There's 23.2 seconds left. Celtics are up 114 to 113. I have it on my DVR right now. It is still on the TV. Watching this as it goes down. Hopefully the Celtics can pull it out. I want the Celtics to win the series just so I can see a Celtics-Lakers old-school rivalry matchup. That would be amazing, especially on the first final since Kobe passed. So I would love to see this happen. Celtics, get it done in overtime. I told you, this series is going to be absolutely fantastic. Speaking of another fantastic series, we also discussed the Denver Nuggets and the Los Angeles Clippers. It has started 9.15 left in the first, and Nuggets are up 6-4. I kind of don't want to leave right now. Still want to talk about this game, but with timeouts and it's only one point, this could go on for a half hour. And I got to sit down and watch this Nuggets and Clippers game. So I guess I got to let you go. And we will talk about this first thing when we get back on the podcast, which will probably be Thursday, with special, special, special guest. What's a St. B for one year? Would have graduated in 1957. Goes on to Marquette University, graduates in 1961, goes to the Navy, comes back as PR for Marquette, gets a job with the Milwaukee Bucks as they are a new startup NBA team, gets an NBA ring with the Milwaukee Bucks, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Oscar Robertson, just to say a few people on that team. Then goes on and has a very, very long, amazing career with the Houston Rockets. A lot of it as color commentator for the Rockets. He was with the team from 1972 to 2008 when he retired. Jim Foley is a great chat, a great dude, had a lot of fun just talking basketball and his love for life on this podcast. That will be on Thursday. Got to come back for that one. 12 seconds left in this overtime. Heater up 116-114. I am trying to keep talking about something just to keep it going so we can talk about the rest of this game. Well, I just paused the recording, went and watched the rest of that game. Celtics down 116-114. Jason Tatum's got the ball, drives, goes to dunk. Bam, Amadio stuffs him at the rim. Poster block for sure. I love Jason Tatum, but Bam just took his cookies. Shut him down. Shut him down. 
Celtics foul. Heat make a free throw. 117-114. Jason Tatum double covered. Trips, slips, falls down, picks up the ball, still gets a shot off somehow. The clock winding down, seconds left, bounces off the rim. If that would have went in, that would have been monster. But crazy game, 117-114, Miami Heat take game one over the Boston Celtics. Bam Amadio. Woo! That block was nasty sick. Nasty, nasty. Well, let's get to Trez. I'm going to calm down from this NBA playoff surge I'm on right now. But let's get to Trez. Talks a lot of awesome Hall baseball, Swick baseball, a lot of great things going on for the young senior from Hall High School. Like I said, we will be back on Thursday with the chat with Jim Foley. Got to come back and check that one out. Until then, peace. High school sports back in action. Not all of them, but the, some. You know, we got some things going on. IHSA at least give us an opportunity to have something going on. Some kids in athletics. School starting. Some schools are back in the classroom. Some are doing e-learning. My guest today, Hall Senior Trezor Barchik can talk about it all because he is going through it right now. Trez, what's going on, my friend? Uh, not much, just now. It sounds really, really weird to say Hall Senior Trezor Barchik. Uh, yeah. I remember you as a freshman. Everybody was talking about how good of a basketball player you are. And then I seen you in baseball, and I was like, this kid can play a lot of stuff. Has your high school years went by quick? Oh, yeah, for sure. From freshman to senior year, they just flew by. So hopefully your senior year, you're going to try to take in all the memories you can. Yeah, especially because it's short and then everything's messed around. You don't know what's going to happen. So it's going to be a little bit harder, but yeah, for sure, you're going to try taking in the memories and everything. Definitely. So are you guys at Hall, are you e-learning or are you back in school? Uh, no, we're e-learning until October 13th. Wow, so you got like almost two months of e-learning before you even get to go to school. Yeah. Do you like the e-learning classes or would you rather be in a classroom? Uh, I feel like face-to-face uh, -face is better for understanding information. But I feel like uh, online it's kind of more like some college classes you online and you get used to like getting into a routine and everything. So I kind of like it online too. Like I like it because I get into a routine and everything. And you can probably just stay in your pajamas. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully you brush your teeth, but even if you don't want to brush your teeth, you're like, you know what, I can have a bad birthday today, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Also said, you know, sports are going on. I don't think you are in any of the sports in the, I guess we'll call this fall. Is that correct? Yeah, nope. Not this fall. Are you excited about basketball? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for basketball. See how that goes. It's a shortened season this year. I'm pretty sure it's 18 games right now and then regionals, but that could change. But, but it's just all matters of the COVID and see how that goes. This past year, your junior year, you had just got done with basketball and then bam, COVID hits. Didn't get to play baseball. Has kind of put a damper on everything for everybody. How have you been able to deal with it, you know, as a junior and now a senior trying to get through this COVID time? Uh, well... Junior year, like going into my junior baseball season, got canceled. But I think it made me realize that I got to start lifting and getting stronger. 
I've actually been doing that, throwing like every day and getting to it. Now I feel like that's helped me. Like it made me realize that I have to do that stuff to get to the next level. Is that kind of the gist of your senior year? You know, it might be kind of crazy because of COVID-19 and this pandemic, but you're knowing that you want to play at the next level and you're just kind of pushing your body and training yourself a little harder. Yeah, for sure. That's my goal to get up to the next level and get an opportunity to get to the next level after that. So what are some things you're doing? What are some things in the, the weight room or, you know, eating schedule? What are some things that you're doing a little bit different this year than maybe in the past to, to try to get in better shape? I've definitely been hitting more legs, and I've been throwing longer, uh, the long toss, and then I eat more now, so I get bigger and stuff. So, yeah, that's what a few my tweaks I've been doing. Because for the most part, you're... Not like a small, scrawny kid, but you're smaller than normal, or smaller than usual. Yeah, just trying to put on weight, stuff like that, yeah. Get more muscle. What were you as a junior? How much did you weigh? Uh, I was like 155, probably. 155, yeah. What are you now? I'm like 165, 163, 164, around there. Okay, so about 10 pounds of muscle, or is it Skittles and Snickers bars? Uh, nah, muscle. I've been trying to just put on clean muscle and everything, so. Good stuff. That's probably the better route to go. Yeah. So overall, I mean, like I said, last year as a junior, this pandemic affected you. Now as a senior, it's affecting you. You're not even going to get into a school until October. Seasons of sports are moved around or pushed to different time schedules than usual. How is all this affecting you? I feel like it's uh, affecting me because, like, I'm not going to get as many games in basketball or probably it's going to be short season, so it's going to be less games, less game time. And then it's just going to be weird not playing so many games and not getting into it like that. And in school, it's harder to understand when you, like, can't see them face-to-face and you're not in the classroom. I feel like that's just for me maybe, but, yeah. Is it different not being around your friends and classmates during school? Uh, not really. I kind of like it being alone and just, like, doing my own thing, so. And like I said, you don't have to brush your teeth if you don't want to. Huh, yeah. Or brush your hair. You don't have to do nothing, man. For real. <laughs> what are some of the cooler classes that you can do e-learning-wise? I mean, some classes I feel, like you said, face-to-face, or you have to have that interaction with, you know, a tool or material or something. What are some cool classes that you can take on e-learning that you don't have to worry about that stuff? I would have to say, like, uh, stat or, like, math class. Are you allowed to use a, com- a calculator? Yeah. Then it would be okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. One main reason I wanted to have you on is because you just recently committed to Southwestern Illinois College. Man, congratulations. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Why did you decide to go to SWIC? Six SWIC because, like, I felt a good connection with the coaches when I went on my visit. And they're going to uh, create a winning culture down there. And I believe Coach Garst is a good coach because he develops players and gets the most out of their ability. Also, that they're, uh, they're going to give me the opportunity to prove myself and get get me to the next level. Did you know Coach Dave Garsha before the recruiting? Uh, yeah, because one time he came down the hall for a, a catching camp, and I went to that because I used to uh, catch, and now I'm going to pitch. <laughs> 
So I met him back there. Okay. So as you go on to college, that's what you want to primarily focus on is just pitching? Uh, yeah. I remember in that 2018 state championship, pretty much the whole tournament, your defense was crazy good. You're like, nah, I just want to pitch. Yeah, uh, I was pretty good in the uh, infield. I have pretty good hands and stuff, but, like, uh, I don't know. It's just, I like pitching a lot more. I like the craft. When Hall won that state championship, were you a sophomore or freshman? I was a freshman. First year in high school baseball, win a state championship. That had to have been crazy. Yeah, especially with my brother, too. Of course, you're talking about Tyra Barczyk, who is also a friend of the podcast, pitching for University of Illinois. Yep. That had to have been kind of cool, though. I mean, you have a D1 athlete as a brother. I'm sure he's been giving you some tips or some pointers on how to get yourself there. Oh, yeah, he's helped me a lot over quarantine and get my strength up and everything, get more flexible. He's helped me a lot. You know, we were talking about how small or big you are, your brother kind of the same size and kind of done the same thing, put on extra muscle here and there. What are some things or pointers that he's exactly said to you to try to help you? Uh, just to lift on legs heavy. He said that if you lift on legs heavy, that's what gets you, like, more mile per hour on your fastball. It's like, eat good and then lift heavy on your legs. So you leg curling like 2,000 pounds now? Yeah, something like that. Give or take 1,000? <laughs> yeah. Were there any other schools that you were interested in going to besides SWIC? I was interested in going to like maybe Parkland or Kirkwood in Iowa, like two junior colleges, but I wanted to go to SWIC because also they have, they play good competition, like elite comp, they have a league conference like Wallbash and Johnny Logan and everything. So, like, I wanted to give, my, give myself an opportunity to face them and prove myself, you know? Definitely, for sure. What made you decide to go the baseball route and maybe not basketball? Because you have been a really good basketball player as well. And until last year, I kind of knew you more of, as, of a basketball player than baseball. Your sophomore year, towards the end, I started to see your ability as a baseball player. What made you decide to go to college for baseball instead of basketball? I always liked baseball like, more than basketball, but then, like, when I hit, like, freshman year and I was playing basketball, I kind of started liking it more. Like, I started liking it, like, Christmas time and then, like, playing basketball. But, like, overall, my decision of baseball, because I've always loved it since I was a child, I chose that instead of basketball. Good idea. You got to go with what you like more. Yeah. Did you just go on the one visit to SWIC? Have you been there more often? Uh, no, I've just been on one visit up there. What did you think of the Belleville, St. Louis area? I thought it was actually not that bad. I thought it was pretty good, like pretty decent. Like, uh, I like the area. It's pretty nice. And then the campus was pretty nice. Uh, the facilities, the diamond that we were going to play at. I liked it all. And I like the coaches. Okay. Good stuff, my friend. Good stuff. Obviously, picking baseball as your first love in, in sports to go and play that at the next level I'm guessing you're more of a Major League Baseball fan than NBA. Uh, yeah, I, I used to watch NBA a lot, but uh, I've been watching baseball more since, like, sophomore year because, I don't know, it's just more interesting to me. But, like, basketball used to be, like, my favorite team to watch. What made you go the other way? Was it because LeBron James is always complaining about fouls? Is that what happened? Uh, <laughs> nah. I just like uh, watching baseball and picking up on, like, stuff and, like, learning from them, just watching the game, you know? And in basketball, you can do that, too, but, like, 
don't know. I just didn't find it. Like, I like baseball, so, like, I just paid more attention to that. I mean, basketball players are almost like freak athletes. They're taller, they're bigger, faster than anybody that you would ever see walking around that's just a normal, everyday, average Joe. There's some baseball players that could be in the mall with you, in Walmart with you, walking around a lake, and you would have no idea that they're a baseball player unless you've seen them play before. Yeah, and I feel like uh, baseball is more like a mind and mental game. You just got to be smart for baseball. Like You got to like have the mind to do it. You know, it's hard. So you want the brain challenge, too. Yeah, it's hard, like setting up pitches, uh, where to locate them, and how to set up hitters and stuff like that. Okay, okay. Is it getting better as you keep playing? Uh, yeah, for sure. Is that something else that uh, Ty helps you with? Yeah. He helps me with learn your hitter and, like, uh, go out of one spot and then throw there and then keep going out of that spot. So, like, fastball and then in the same spot a curveball where it goes out and then, like, a changeup. So it's like you're throwing out the same spot for one hitter. Like, you got to learn the hitter. Makes sense. I get the idea. Yeah. So being that you like MLB, what's your favorite team? The White Sox, for sure. Has it always been the White Sox? Yeah, ever since uh, like I was sick. Okay, okay. They've been pretty hot lately. Got the no-no from Lucas Giolito. Jose yeah. Abreu has been hitting the ball out of the park almost every time he goes to the plate. Those are probably two of my favorite White Sox. I love Abreu. Who is your favorite player now and then? Let's play a game. We're going to call it now and then. Chicago White Sox edition. First, let's start with your player now. Who is your favorite Sox playing right now? Uh, definitely Tim Anderson because he's got like his own style and swag. And I like that. He's got his own like style. There you go. And when I was going, oh, might be my favorite players. When I was talking about uh, Jose Abreu. Was because of Tim Anderson. He's probably my favorite White Sox right now, too. He's amazing. Yeah. And, of all time, who is your favorite White Sox? I would have to go with Frank Thomas. He just hit dingers. He's so big. He just, he just mastered the ball. So huge. I've seen him play in person quite a few times. Just absolutely a monster. Yeah, I know. I would have to say he's my favorite Sox, too. Actually... He was the only player that I really enjoyed or wanted to watch when I was a kid. Didn't get into baseball probably till I was in college. But as a young kid, Frank Thomas was the only player that I cared about. Since we both have the same current and all-time players, give me a second all-time favorite White Sox. I would have to go with uh, Mark Burley. That's a good one. That is a very good one. Now I'm trying to think who I would go with. Probably AJ. I'd go with Burley's catcher. Yeah, I was about to say AJ. I was thinking about that too. I was thinking it was either him or Burley. Yeah, AJ Brzezinski. He was crazy good. Yeah. And he was a brawler. He'd fight anybody. Yeah. Remember when he fought uh, Barrett from the Cubs? Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Well, my friend, I want to leave this on good settings. I don't want you to fight me like AJ, okay? Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Don't take me out. 
Just want to say again, congratulations on committing to SWIC. Good school. Dave Garcia is a great coach. Watched him coach for many years, and he's been all over the place, all kinds of different levels, knows everything about the game. I am sure that he's going to help you get to where you want to be. So congratulations on making that decision. And as the high school year goes around, if we actually have sports and you're able to play, I would love to have you on again, my friend. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Thank you.